Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are locked into episode 181, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. Two guys that have never met in real life got together, started a podcast. I'm one of those guys. My name's Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa, and my co-host, John M. Craig. And uh, I am right here in Red Bank, New Jersey. You, you hear me okay? I feel like, I, my levels, I feel like my levels are low. You're Maybe it's just me that's low. You're, you're doing good. You're, you're, you're rocking like, uh, like Joe Biden, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Joe Biden's still in it? He's, uh, is it, yeah, Super yeah. Tuesday. Super he's, Tuesday right now? He's having a Super Tuesday, the way it looks. Uh, yeah. I'm a, yeah. I, uh, how many states? 14? Uh, 14. I believe, yeah, today there's 14 up for grabs. And the way it looked, uh, as I just just uh, just checked it a minute ago, it looked like uh, potentially Biden's probably, he's going to win like nine, maybe, um, nine or so out of 14, the way it looks. I heard a clip of Trump today saying that they they made a deal with uh, Sleepy Joe, a uh, a prid. What do they call it? Uh, how do you say that? Quid quid pro, pro quo. Yeah. Okay, that would be a great word in in in, in Scrabble. Um, quid pro quo. That's what he called it. He yeah. said he must have been a rally that he was doing because it, it it sounded like rally material. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I would imagine he's out speaking to the speaking to the peeps. At one point, uh, when when they had uh, was it Saturday? Was it South Carolina? God, I'm so lost. At I think so. I think. I think so. And, yeah. and Trump had a rally. I think either on the Friday night or whatever. He may have been in North Carolina. I'm not really sure. And I heard some clips where apparently he had called the. Uh, he he didn't quite call the coronavirus COVID nineteen fake news, but he blamed the Democrats like that it was a hoax. But then he said that he and Pence and his team were on it. It was like a weird. He he's very strange what he does. It's like professional wrestling. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I be because I I didn't want to just read an MSNBC like headline or the very short. I didn't I don't even think I heard about it on NPR. I think it was just like I kind of I, somewhere I, I came across it and then I looked it up and then I'm like, what the? I just want to see. So I found a YouTube clip of the entire convention, and they've got that song. I am a real American. I am a, I think uh, I think um Hulk Hogan used to use it when he came into the ring when he was with the WWF. Mm-hmm. And uh and yeah I mean he just insults a lot of people. That's what he does. And it's it's very odd the press it's like what the what are we watching? Yeah, those rallies are weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's just strange like cult of personality just uh, bizarre. it's we live in the bizarro world i think it's it's a strange i'm, place. I'm just getting the memo <laughs> three and a half four years later yeah yeah it's a strange place that's uh, yeah so Everyone's so strange. sanders did sanders drop out no, i'm just kidding <laughs> he's yeah well i think what uh okay i didn't realize uh and uh, here we go we're, we're we're talking politics i guess uh, we'll just go ahead and do it um I, I was thinking we should swear off talking politics but uh, that's okay no how are we gonna do that yeah that's true and chris matthews just resigned what? he said he yeah, retired yeah. he said he retired but he really resigned it was a me too thing right yeah, yeah. a little bit a little bit sort of. and then yeah yeah, uh, I, n- I never knew what to make of Chris Matthews. I don't either, and I had no idea he was seventy four. I thought he was like fifty five. No, seriously, I thought he was like sixty something. I didn't really know that. See, that's nothing. I wouldn't. Know. I wasn't I, sure how old he was. Uh, I have no idea. He just he he just. I, I haven't seen the guy in years. I think I saw the clip when he was talking about the. Yeah, I don't know some, the Nazis invading stuff. France, but yeah, whatever. He's yeah. he seems very intense, but uh, yeah, he he's um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. uh, he's he's gone, but uh, yeah, we're we're still here to to fill in for him. Uh, yeah. So today I learned about the the idea, and I, I I guess I'd heard of this vaguely, but I wasn't sure what they were talking about. But it's possible that the Democrats, um, maybe even now, uh, the, because I think uh, maybe by the end of all of this uh, Super Tuesday hoo ha, uh, it's I. Probably when the delegates get counted from California, that, that's probably going to lean Bernie's way, and that's a bunch of them there. And they've got Texas; those are two big, big ones that uh, Bernie's doing well in. 
it's going to end up probably at the end of uh, this whole thing that it's going to be fairly close to, I think, uh, a tie, delegate-wise, uh, moving forward. And so it depends on what happens between now and the convention. But what uh, they were saying that what Bloomberg is hoping for in, in a major way is that they get to the convention. Nobody has enough delegates to have been declared the winner until they get to the convention. And then it turns into what they call a brokered convention which means basically uh, all of the people, all of the delegates, super de- delegates, whoever, whoever, when they get to the to the convention, they can do whatever the hell they want to at that point. And it's just becomes a uh, free for all. It's it's uh, it, it's whatever. And, uh, you know, Bloomberg thinks somehow in that scenario, scenario, he would have a, a shot at it. Uh, but um, I think it just uh, if anybody gets screwed in that situation, probably would be Bernie, I would guess, because uh, the you know the the powers that be, the ones behind the curtain, the ones that are uh, the, you know the Democratic Party people, as opposed to the, the Bernie Bros. They, they want they don't want Bernie around. The Democratic the, the the DNC guys want Bernie to get the hell out of there and start his own party. You know, if you want to go be a, a socialist, uh, I don't know whatever you want to call yourselves, go do that. But uh, that's it seems to be their attitude. So um, we shall see. It's it's I think it's going to get weirder, which is uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, rallies and all that stuff. It was going to be a lot of those. I felt like last week I was kind of at one at that uh, that religious uh, stuff. I was at with the religious broadcasters. It was oh, right, last like, week, the last yeah. episode we recorded, you were down there, and, yeah, and uh, I spoke and, to you on Tuesday. So it was just yeah. you and your colleague, and uh, you had a few uh, more days yeah. left. How'd got it go? Him, got him home uh, safely. Was, yeah, we got him home safely. And, one piece. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was a little weird. I've, I've you know. Uh, today I got up and, and uh, saw I, got, I saw a thing on uh, social media that there are tornadoes in uh, in the Nashville area. Uh, a bunch of people got killed. That was a really sad thing to to hear about and see. It was also pretty freaky because it was very close to where to where I was staying, where the the um, most of the heaviest stuff went through uh, was just a couple miles from where I was at. So um, yeah. Uh, yeah, sad to hear that uh, that's that's going on in in Nashville, but uh, strong community down there, I'm sure, with uh, all of the uh, you know the country music and all that stuff going there, on. How, how bad were these these tornadoes? They had twenty some people got killed. Really? And, yeah, a bunch of people uh, uh-huh. were injured, and uh, I think uh, they said uh, at least forty or fifty buildings were completely destroyed. So wow, yeah, pretty bad deal. But uh, yeah, so down there, uh, you and I were talking before the before the the, the show, uh, and you were saying, you know, what else went on? And I, you know, I was trying to remember what you and I had talked about. That's, that's kind of a blur. It's been a while, but um, yeah, we didn't get very far. But I, I did. Uh, I, I told you, I was uh, I, I was walking down the hallway at this at this uh, this Gaylord uh, place. Uh, the uh, the resort there and I'm walking down the hallway and this guy's walking along kind of a tall guy and he's he's got uh, he's he's probably about 60ish looking years old and he's he's kind of got uh, longish hair and he, he looks over hey how you doing I looked up at him said good good how are you and uh, you know you're a real smiley guy and I thought god damn I don't know who that guy is he looks really familiar why I should know this dude and uh, there, there was something and I thought I think he's He's on TV or something. I was trying to figure it out. And uh, so I'm walking a little further, and uh, I'm just, this is just driving me nuts. I can't figure it, figure it out. I've seen that guy somewhere. Who the heck is it? And then a, a little while later, I'm wandering through the, through the convention center, and uh, I see there's a, a little crowd lined up. And uh, the first thing that caught my eye, and uh, it was kind of an autograph line thing that was, that was set up, was um, they had this uh, guy that was uh, a, a Jesus imitator guy. That, uh, that was, it, as far as white, blue-eyed Jesus guys go, this guy was good. He, he, they, Do you know what his name was? No, uh, I don't know who Because I know a guy who's an actor really named jonathan rumi who's like very religious he lives out in la okay. although he may go by a different name and he played jesus in this like christian drama series well i have a picture i'll, I'll uh yeah, please I'll send it, it to me if you have it i don't know that it's the same guy but this guy goes on christian radio yeah i knew the guy like 20 years ago when he worked as a in locations he was like a, a locations assistant for some friends of mine all right and um 
and he uh, lives out in L.A., and he's had some success in television, episodic television, you know, right. CSI, you know, Vegas, and I don't even know. But, yeah. I'll post the picture of that guy. And then, so there was the, there was Jesus, and then next to Jesus, uh, there was uh, a fake Donald Trump. Uh, and <laughs> okay. Okay, so Donald Trump, Jesus, and the Donald Trump guy, uh, uh, he, he wasn't, he was okay, but he was, it was, wasn't that great. But I was, okay, but there was, there was the fake Donald Trump, the, the uh, really good uh, Jesus, and then, then the guy that had walked by me in the hallway was there, and I was like trying to figure out, and then I see the sign, it says, he's the actor Kevin Sorbo who, uh, as you had pointed out to me, was um, the uh, the male version of Sheena, <laughs> warrior princess. Uh, he was he was Hercules, actually, is who he was. But um, most most widely known as playing Hercules. So uh, and he's done a bunch of TV stuff, and he's done some other movies, I guess. I don't know, but uh, yeah, pretty recognizable guy. Uh, so he's somehow involved now with uh, with some Christian filmmaking or Christian stuff. And there was a there's some sort of a documentary on in this movie theater that they had set up where they were doing this thing, and it was a. Um, I don't know what the name of the the production was, but it was um, uh, they were refuting the uh, it was is creationism versus the Big Bang theory, and I could see that uh, Richard Dawkins was in uh, on part of the the. Uh, Who's Richard Dawkins? Richard Dawkins is uh, the uh, he's the head atheist. He's like the 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 Pope of the atheists now. Now he's a British guy, and uh, um, if they a lot of times they'll talk about the the uh, like the you know four horsemen of the apocalypse or whatever the when when they're talking about these atheists and um, Richard Dawkins uh, is is one of those. Um, there was another guy. I'm trying to remember that uh, author, the guy that died. Uh, Richard or Hitchens. Hitchens. Uh, Christopher Hitchens, Hitchens. Christopher Hitchens died. Right. Uh, and then there's. I think they put Sam Harris on, on that uh, mm-hmm. list. And I'm not sure who the fourth one would be. But anyway, so um, there, they, there was they, some guy was in having an argument in the documentary with with uh, yeah with the atheist so anyway um yeah i i, I looked up the kevin sorbo here hercules okay. he is tall he's six foot three and uh he's 61 he'll be 62 so you were right about his age okay um and it shows that he uh sorbo is a christian and attends non-denominational church he believes his religious views have caused hollywood to limit his career there's a negativity toward christians in hollywood and a negativity towards those who believe in god and then uh Let's see here. Uh, Serbo said he voted for Ronald Reagan and Bill Clinton. Serbo endorsed Donald Trump for president, claiming that Jesus would have voted for Trump. So I'm not. <laughs> I don't know about that. I know this is all from Wikipedia, because so that could be false. This could be all part of the Hollywood leftist uh, conspiracy to keep him out of work. I'm not right. sure, but it says that he is also known for acting in the Christian drama films "God's Not Dead" and "Let There Be Light," which I own on VHS. I just want. I just got it. <laughs> last week um, at a yard sale. It was. Uh, I have no idea anything about those movies when they came out. I'm sure Kirk Cameron was in them, uh, yeah, but maybe yeah. Stephen Baldwin. He's another oh, one. That's right. That's he's right. He's a born again. He does some skateboarding, born again, young, tatted uh, up, very tatted up. I don't know. I don't know his story. Um, yeah. I. I uh, so I sent you a picture of Jonathan Rumi, the guy that I know who is an actor who played Jesus in some sort of big mini-series thing. There's a big market for this. Oh, it kind of looks like you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. He's a little better looking than I am, but sure, sure. There's... Uh, we have a slight. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's the same guy. I'll st- no, I mean he has brown eyes, but nonetheless, uh, he, yeah, he played yeah. Jesus and. Yeah, I think he, that's that's a good looking Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a he's a handsome Jesus. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just kind of looked him up on IMDb because I'm no longer on Instagram or Facebook. So, um, yeah. So so how was the rest? I mean, you know, was the thing good? I and mean, why was Trump? Why were they? Why did they have Trump there with Jesus? I don't understand really. Well, as it turns out, the the if you go to the religious right, they're you know they're all it's, they're all about Trump. So you know. Weird. Uh, I don't know. It's all. <laughs> no, not the same guy. Um, I'll send you. A, I'll send you this. Picture. Yeah, I was just curious. Uh, so uh, it it was was it a a would would you call the trip a a professional success? 
Yeah, yeah. There was. Did you make connections and yes. get drum up some potential business? Yeah, there, there's enough going on there that it was it was worth the trip. Uh, it was uh, it was. I, I ended up. We, we took a flight. Uh, um, we had a. I'm trying to think what time the plane boarded at like. 5.15 a.m. So it, um, I did. That was on a Monday, right? Or that was coming back? It was coming back Friday. Okay. So um, I, I ended up Thursday night. Okay, so I, I, I was I was pretty bored around this hotel because uh, there were... there. Were, there's really nice restaurants at the at the at the Gaylord uh, Opryland Resort. They, they they do have some really nice restaurants, and it was it was a nice place to stay. Uh, nothing to c- complain about there, but it it did get a, you know there's only so much you can do, and uh, so I binged a lot of a lot of uh, what I started watching was uh, Narcos Mexico. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. N- that season is it season four. I think it's is it three or four? I'm not sure. Uh, um, okay, I, I I started to watch the first ep- season and a while ago when it came out, but I, I I stopped. They they do a really good job of of the through line of pulling all these different uh, actors and characters together. I, I was impressed by that with this last season. But anyway, so I I binged on the the last season and I had uh, I had like th- three hours that I three three episodes that I needed to see to to get done with it and so I just decided to stay up and not sleep Thursday night and uh, oh right right yeah and and just watch Narcos Mexico all night so I I did that and you and made it through you didn't fall asleep didn't fall asleep got in the plane and of course you get in the plane and uh, you, know, you make a plane noise and they haven't slept in thirty six hours or something like that and uh, and so then I f- I fell asleep in the plane with my head bobbing around and got a sore neck and all that shit and it was uh yeah that that was that was no fun so i, I was i was off my game for a couple of days it's weird how when you you miss a, you, and then i stayed up m- most of the the next day so I, I was awake for a long time and then i trying to get caught up on that you don't it takes it took me i don't know a, a couple of days i thought okay i'll sleep i'll get like and i slept for 10 hours i think when i did go to sleep and I got up, and I just—I think I felt worse than 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 before. Than the, yeah, you really yeah. can't catch up on sleep. It's not a thing. Yeah, I mean it it's hard. You really can't. I mean, it, yeah. it's unfortunately you can't bank it. Yeah. So so that kind of. But nice. it feels nice. It feels nice if you can like just you know stay in bed. I I, I struggle to stay in bed past a certain time. Yeah, I tried. I'm trying to figure out with my phone how to. Uh, what are you trying to do? Text you. I'm trying to text you this picture. Yeah, it's, it's not a big me, deal. It's giving me. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, it's giving me. Give me a hard time. This should do it. Right. All right. Uh, so um, yeah. So um, we. Uh, yeah. It was. It was worth the time. It was worth the trip. It was. It was good. And uh, I did uh, get to see you know a lot of television, which was which was okay. And then we got back, and uh, it just went. The, the weekend was busy. Had a lot of people around, uh, doing a lot of stuff, and uh, like family, friends, mostly family, family. friends. I've, I've got a, a good friend of mine who's the uh, he's the assistant count. He's the like the uh, first assistant county attorney i think is his is his title or something like that he had just um on friday i think it was uh, he had just yeah friday he had just um finished he was the lead prosecutor in a uh cold case murder trial which had gone on uh the the murder had been uh 40 years prior and uh, they used DNA evidence to to convict a guy, and it was a strange story because a girl uh, who was uh, a high school senior had been uh, brutally murdered at a local mall. Now, this mall had just been built. It was uh, a, a big regional, supposed to be a big regional mall when it went up, and uh, it had been open for just a couple months. She was out Christmas shopping, and after she'd gone to a school event and had been out Christmas shopping, had talked to a bunch of friends of hers at the mall that evening. Uh, a lot of people had seen her. She went out to her car. Nobody, you know, this is in the 70s, I guess. Yeah, late 70s, early 80s, something like that, um, 40 years ago. And... Um, once she had gone outside, of course, back then they didn't have cameras in parking lots and things like they do now. So um, she basically was was in the world while this this murder apparently had followed her out to her vehicle. Um, they surmised that he had struck her in the head, shoved her in the car, and then stabbed her like forty times. 
and uh, the murder wasn't solved until this last year. They had, um, he had, the murderer had cut himself when he was stabbing her and uh, had bled in the car, and they uh, used DNA. In, in a, Where did this happen? In Cedar Rapids here, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, 40 years ago. And wow. it, had been, it had been a cold case for 40 years. Uh, the, the way it got solved is a relative, sort of distant relative of the murderer who was living in the state of Washington had just went in and got one of those me and 23 DNA kind of test things. It just You're you know, kidding. Yeah, yeah. And wait, 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 wait. The murderer? The murderer's cousin, distant yeah. cousin, distant cousin of the murderer. Went in and got a DNA. Th- to the thing yep, about. yep, right. Yeah. Trace your roots and fam- find family members and all that, right? Yes. Yeah, so when you do that, you're you're with most of those tests, most of those companies, your DNA goes into the public record. It's it's um, really it's part it's, of the deal. Yeah, it's part of the deal. Your DNA. You you, you it's in this fine print. Right. 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 You have, yes. And so, so most, if you've, yeah, that's crazy. So if you've committed a murder and gotten away for it for many years, don't try to find family. Well, and he didn't even try to do it. It was a distant relative. But what? Uh, what but how way, did that trace them back? Well, they the, the way the the math works basically with those with those tests is um, okay. They they know that within a certain probability that there's a hit okay so the hit comes back and says we, ju- we just got a hit on the dna that we're for this murder in iowa it's close it's not an exact match we know it's close uh on the, so then they have mathematical formulas that they use and they know based on a a, a um, certain likelihood that they they can tell okay it's not this girl it's not her immediate immediate family it's not one of her brothers not one of her sisters etc that they they can tell that but they know it's probably a cousin. They, they can tell that with with the the um, uh, amount of markers. I guess is the way to describe it. Um, so they know it's it's a cousin. And then once they uh, start looking at the, then law enforcement gets involved. So they start going, okay, well, who is this person? Where's she from? Where's her family from? Uh, she had been. She didn't even know the murderer. The cousin didn't didn't know her cousin who was the murderer. She didn't know this person. Never admit it was like a second cousin, once removed sort of thing. She didn't know even know who he was. Um, but they were able through DNA to figure out. Okay, um, this part of the family is where it came from. The the DNA that her DNA shared with the DNA that we have. Okay, this the shared thing is leading us to this branch of the family and in this branch of the family there were two brothers here and two brothers here or something like that they had children and so the investigators at that point go out and they start trying to gather dna from potential suspects they can go out they could go out and ask you would you give me dna but they didn't want to do that so what they had to do is they they do it surreptitiously so they look for and in this case they went to a restaurant where this guy they knew they followed him basically stayed they did they did a good old-fashioned stakeout thing and knew that he went to a certain place for lunch a lot and when he went for lunch he had uh just you know whatever normal lunch but he, he used a straw in his drink and when he left he left his of course his straw at the table and they, they gathered the straw once once you abandon that it's not your property anymore. Sure, of course not. No, there's, they don't need any. Uh, At that point, you they don't need, a, need warrant. A, a warrant to grab that, right? I right. mean, it's right. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So they they took the the straw and tested it and got a one hundred percent match on it. Yeah. And wow. So, yeah. So right. he had. Yeah. So this buddy of mine, he had just uh, um, Friday had uh, had done closing arguments on Friday. The jury went you know in, into uh to deliberation on friday and i i'd been following it i knew that the, the, they were going to do their closing arguments on friday but i figured in, in my mind i thought that by by the time uh they would take at least until the week you know the next week or something like that and it, they would be in deliberation for a while but they only deliberated he did a quite a good job with his uh with his uh his prosecution, I guess is what you call it, not defense. I was going to say defense, but he was the prosecutor. Um, 
the uh, intended the murderer didn't know the victim at all it was just one of those he just randomly picked out somebody to kill and went after her. But what, what what did they determine if this was a pattern with the guy? Was this a one-off? Like, did he, like... Okay. This, was, this they, is... That's strange. Uh, it is strange. They, there, are, there have been a couple other similar type disappearances of women, blonde women. One of them was a, a news anchor at a... TV station uh, that's about an hour from where he lived. Uh, there, there was a news anchor that uh, was going uh, to work early in the morning. She had one of those really early uh, shifts, you know, where they start news in the morning at like 5 a.m. And she was up at like 3 or 4 in the morning and was getting in her car. And uh, she disappeared. They never, they never found her body. Um, just gone. So that's a possibility. Uh, he actually mentioned her name in one of the interviews. Uh, the the murderer did said something about well this uh, this other murderer this Jody Husentrude is her name said that he, he mentioned her by name and said they never I know they never solved that one. But um, another thing that was uh, came up b- right before the trial was the the um, prosecutors had f- done searches on his computer. And they had figured out that he had a regular pattern with his computer search stuff and his com- the stuff that he'd viewed on his computer that he was looking at snuff films of blonde women. He, he liked to watch blonde women being uh, killed and raped and uh, depictions of that, whether they were real or not. But that was a, a turn on of his. They, they couldn't use that, though, at trial. The, that was... Um, his uh, his d- defense attorneys managed to get the ability for them to use that computer search history uh, thrown out because um, the judge that was involved with it said that pornography is it's it's widespread, commonly used. A lot of people want, look at pornography, and they she thought it would be um, wouldn't uh, I don't know. She she said it, it wouldn't be something that um, would be permissible, even though it was a. You know, not the not the kind of pornography. I, I don't think most people are wanting to look at you know snuff films uh, as you know that's not what they're looking for. You know, when they're when they're looking for pornography. But so that that got thrown out. So so there's there's a pattern sort of there with him. Um, they don't have any uh, any proof or any evidence on any of those things. Maybe when he's uh, sitting in in you know a lot of times these guys they'll sit in prison for a while and then they start to talk about other things. Um, mm. You know. Now, do, do we know if this guy, the the murderer, was uh, is was married, kids, family? I'm he's looking got, it up now. It doesn't look yeah, like he, he should was, have a family. He does have a son. That's I think um, I, I'm not sure how old. I'm guessing forty ish, maybe something like that. And he had a wife uh, who had uh, apparently committed suicide um, like ten years ago. Mm. And uh, you know that I don't know what the details on that were. That I, I, I really don't know much about her death or what you know what her what was going on. He was a business owner, successful, um, had a uh, some sort of a like a some sort of like a metal machining or something like that sort of company, some sort of a metal fabrication or something like that. I think it was um, type business that was I guess apparently doing well. Um, and hadn't been in trouble, hadn't got caught doing anything for uh, 40 years. He'd, he'd got away with it that long until finally the DNA came back and bam, got it. So anyway, the, my the, my my buddy was, uh, I, I sent him a text um, when I found out the, the verdict came in. I sent him a text and said, hey, congratulations, great job, blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. And he was you know texting me back all this stuff you know, he was he was on top of cloud nine he was just really excited about stuff so um th- they came over he and his wife and kids came over and we ate breakfast uh no oh, i think that was sunday was that saturday or sunday i can't remember but uh well if you slept in on saturday yeah yeah i guess it was sunday yeah. would have been sunday probably yeah, it's been kind of a blur so i bet yeah and he was like it was it's it's just weird that the whole story was was uh just just strange and apparently they arrested the guy in uh in 2018 at the end of 2018 they arrested him on the anniversary of the girl's murder 39 39 years later Mm -hmm. that's that's what i just read yeah so that's 
That seems that's got to feel uh, like a little a little okay. I mean, you know, to have some level of closure, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it kind of sucks. You're like, fuck you, you took my loved one away from me, but you finally. Yeah, and it had been such a long time ago. Her parents had actually both uh, passed away, and uh, of course, and, had a really rough. You know, uh, you know, they didn't they didn't deal with it. I guess well, according to everybody that knew them, they, you know, it was. Uh, as traumatic as you could possibly imagine um but her sister and uh and uh some relatives are, were there so you know what are you gonna do it's uh yeah it's like you said as much closure as you could possibly imagine um but uh, yeah, I was there going, well, I went to a religious thing and talked to Kevin Sorbo but <laughs> <laughs> now did he approach you Kevin Sorbo he he was a really nice guy. Now he well, like I said, I was walking down the hallway and uh, there was like a weird spot in the in in the where you go from one part of the hotel to another where you kind of go from where there are rooms. There's a like a little a little um, sort of a jet out sort of part of this one wing of the hotel and there's a little gift shop and then you come around the corner and then it opens up into this big center courtyard area and uh, I just kind of come around the corner and. Uh, like I said, I just kind of happened to glance in his direction, and he was like, "Hey, how you doing?" He was like, he was like, he almost like he knew who I was, which he didn't. You know, he was just being, just being friendly. He was. Real, he was just. He was just. He had it turned on, right? He had yeah, the, just a smiley, friendly kind of guy, and uh, you know, just uh, he. You know, I don't know. He's yeah. Um, just like I said, uh, you know, that's. Uh, I, I was when I looked at him. I thought, like I said, I I should know this guy. He's very familiar for some reason. I didn't realize he was Hercules, but I have a question for you regarding um, this thing you went to this uh, with Jesus and Kevin Sorbo. The and I'm I'm looking at the picture of Jesus. I just texted you uh, okay. a link to okay. a Hollywood Jesus, Kevin Lee Light, who has since passed away. But I'll talk about that in a minute. The NRB Theater is that National Religious Broadcasters? Yes. Was Al Jazeera there? Any Muslim broadcasters there? Uh, there, they did have, just, Yeah. No, weirdly, they they did have uh, they did have some representation at this event from uh, from. It wasn't all Christians. There there was there was a lot of uh, well not a lot but there were Jewish people there, um, and um, there were some Christian and I. I, I don't get this, but there there was a there was a presence there from some groups that were um, Christians, but they were um, like the Christian Anti-Semitic League, if there is such a thing. I, I believe is what it was called. So yeah, um, hmm. there there were there there was a representation. It was mostly yeah, mostly the the, the Christian groups, but yeah. I sent you a link to Kevin Lee Light's Instagram account. Uh, he passed away a few years ago. Uh, he was in his late 50s, but he used to, he was like Hollywood Jesus, and he would just hang out, and he used to hang out at the, at the comedy store all the time. So I would run into him when I was visiting my friend out in really? L.A. Yeah, he, he used to give really good, Jesus gave really good massages. Like no really good massage. Like that's I remember that I never had one from him, but he didn't know me well enough. Although he was Jesus, so I'm sure he laid his hands on me. Uh, I think he would perform. Like he would come up on stage sometimes. Mostly though, he was like taking pictures with people, and I don't really know what his story was. But uh, it was great. I don't think he even had any follower. I don't think he followed anyone on Instagram. Although now I'm looking, it shows that there's one person that's followed. But it's pretty good if you're going to be Jesus, you commit to yeah. it. You don't follow anyone. They follow you. I think so I'd feel a little weird getting massaged by Jesus. I don't know. There's too much latent Catholic stuff there. I'd, yeah, if I felt too good, I'd, I'd, I'd be guilty. I'd be feeling guilty about it. It would yeah. I don't. I don't think I could do that. I'd be like, "All right, I'm done. I'm out of here, Jesus. You can't do that." <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, today is Tuesday, Super Tuesday. Uh, what is it? The uh, March third, Tuesday, March third, to twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. And uh, y- you and I were going to record about twenty four hours ago last night, Monday. But uh, you weren't. You weren't feeling so great. 
Yeah, I think I, I still think it just uh, kind of beat up from this whole from this whole trip thing. I think it was just uh, some latent uh, tiredness going on for the most part. Because today I got up and I felt pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, back on back on the game, feeling feeling okay. Um, last night, so Rachel, can't, my my wife Rachel, my lovely wife Rachel was uh, <laughs> okay. I, I when you say my lovely wife Rachel, <laughs> I expect. Well, no, it's not okay. So she said uh, something that kind of weird, weirded me out last night. She's she's uh, she said um, we we were talking about the podcast, and you know, I was telling her, I, I, I said I don't think I'm up for it. I think I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to you know let John know that I I'm I'm not up for it, and uh, do it tomorrow. And she was like, she says, well, okay. She's you know she she goes you want you want to know what's weird? And I said, what's that? And she goes she goes you know I don't uh, I don't listen very much, and this was something that. that <laughs> Okay. So this was something that came up a little bit. Well, when the friend, uh, the buddy of mine came over, the guy that, uh, the, the, the trial lawyer guy was there. Uh, the prosecutor. The, the guy prosecutor. that's in the prosecutor's office. Yes, the prosecutor. Yes, his wife was there, and we started talking. Well, the, their kids came out into the office, uh, my office area. They came out here, and uh, they, uh, the, the oldest daughter, she's she's about seven or so, something like mm-hmm. that, their mm-hmm. oldest daughter. She comes out. And she says, um, are you like on the radio or are you like in a band or something? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? She goes, oh, you got all those microphones. Right. And she was in there. She's looking at the microphones. And so then um, his wife's like, what? And she goes, what do you got all the microphones for? She started asking questions. So I said, and then Rachel said, well, he does a podcast. And she's like, you do a podcast? She's like, why didn't you tell me that? It's like, because <laughs> <laughs> you might, you just, let's just keep this cordial, friendly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's probably better that yeah. we nod. Yeah. yeah. So we, we had a little, I don't know. I, 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 and I don't tell hardly anybody that I have a yeah. podcast that way mm-hmm. I figure if, if I want to talk about them <laughs> right sure there's that there's that so it's, it's a little less I'm not going to get anybody pissed off at me not that I I, I try not to, to well I do but anyway if you listen you know I've talked about people but um uh, and sometimes not always in a flattering way, but uh, I, I shouldn't do that. So so anyway, uh, Rachel's like, yeah, she goes, uh, at some point, she goes, I'll probably get around and I'll, I'll listen to more of them. And I was like, well, when are you going to listen to more of them? She said, well, you know, after you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, well she is. Well, why does she think that, why does she think that she's going to outlive you? Well, she, she probably, she will. Uh, I mean, she probably will. I'm yes, not saying, yeah, listen, yeah. I'm not, I'm not like picking. Yeah. I'm not like making a choice the, here. The, I, yeah. I, you know what? I hope this is not the f- first episode she decides to jump in. She's like, I'll start with the most recent and go backwards. So then I'm, then I'm thinking, you know, I should have, you know, I, I don't, there's people that probably would listen after, you know, if, if somehow, if if the uh, you, your your podcast someone's podcast ends up in, on a place like uh, where it would be stored to perpetuity whatever that means like anchor as an example you and I have been uh, we've talked at times maybe we should move the hosting of the podcast over to anchor yeah. uh, once it's there uh, the way it sounds anchor will leave it there forever for free so you you know if you decided to to croak and uh, <laughs> Not something I plan to decide to do, but sure. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and quit, you know, you're not paying hosting fees uh, yeah, with Anchor. Yeah. So if you if you die, it's just going to be there, I think. Right, and, right, I, I, sure. And I don't know, to date, they've never said, okay. I could see them at some point saying that if a podcast hasn't um, published an episode. We're going to pull them down. Yeah, within a certain period of time, you know, you guys are right. you've been quiet for for uh, a certain number of years or something like that or or whatever. Can we make whatever. albums like artists after they die? Can we make a podcast? Like, is there enough? Yeah, I well, Jeff, what's his name? Uh, 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 the comedian, um, Jeff Dunham. No, the guy from- Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I don't know that many Jeff Jeff Garland. Garland, yes. Jeff Garland. God, Jeff Garland from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. It was a third, third I mean, cuz I think of him more as an actor improv 
comedian. Well, his, yeah, yeah, he does. I guess, his but stand-up. he does stand up. I've seen him do stand up. It's all live. crowd yeah. work. He just he has no. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't write anything down. It's all no nonsense. Yeah, he, yeah, he just gets. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, he did it. You know, he did a podcast, and I did, ran across it once, and and I thought, well, yep. this is great. He's got a it podcast. was good. Yep, he did like ten episodes. Yeah, and then he and that's it. <laughs> like four years ago, and he stopped. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Which mm-hmm. pissed me off. So, anyway, yeah. I, I could see where maybe somehow those at some point go away. You know, they're like, "Well, Jeff Garland's not going to continue doing this, so we're not going to leave this up forever." Um, but uh, yeah, I, I guess so. But what I'm getting to is, at some point, potentially, anybody that's recorded a bunch of podcasts or or whatever, the, you know, uh, however long they've stuck with it, you could have, you could have potentially, you know, children, grandchildren. Uh, whoever, you, you know, is years from now pulling this stuff up and going, you know, remember Grandpa John? Hey, you know, let's listen to Grandpa John, see what he was up to back then. And then, um, you know, I, we're talking about, you know, crotch gussets or, you know, dick jokes or something. Uh, you know, not saying we shouldn't do that, but maybe at some point I should say some endearing things about people that I, I don't mention. <laughs> don't say anything you don't mean. No, uh, no don't. I, I would mean no, it. It's, no, I no. Would, you, I would, I would mean it. I would absolutely mean it. If I said it, I wouldn't say it. All right, all right. I want you to say. Like somebody that I don't or anything. I want you to say um, one really genuinely nice thing about Rachel that's not my lovely wife in a way <laughs> with a tone. It's like just one, one thing, something really great beyond... In a, okay, you don't have to. I'm not going to force you to do anything. I, no, I can't twist your arm. You know, I, I Rachel is she is lovely. She uh, is the smartest person I know. She's yeah. She, she really is is quite intelligent. Uh, way yeah, more, yeah. Way, way more so than myself. Uh, very very <laughs> talented in what she does. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, I'm I'm you know glad every day that she's my wife. So there we go. I don't know. Well, it's almost, yeah, sure. 7.3. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll work on Ernest. Confidence. Yeah, I'm not good at Ernest. Yeah. I mean, every now and again, it's I hard. can do it. it I, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's something broken in my brain. Yeah. I, I don't talk about my oldest daughter. I don't really talk about her family. I don't talk about, you know. What, are, are you close with, I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you yeah. see your grandkids. Yeah, I, I see her like every, probably once a week uh, or, yeah, every other week, maybe sometimes. But, uh, yeah, try to try to huh. do it. Yeah, so, yeah, the kids are around and uh, all that. And I don't, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Zoe's friends. There was, I, I think, I mentioned to you. She's got a couple friends that were over here one night. These, these, uh, these boys that um, I told them they could be on the podcast. And I guess they've been hounding her. They want to be on. Zoe's fourteen. Uh, yeah, and so uh, there's potentially that might have two of her fourteen-year-old uh, uh, boy, not boyfriends. Is, but is one of them tall, or am I confusing? That's her actual. The, she does have a boyfriend, uh, yeah, Hunter, who is right. Uh, he's like Hunter's about six three, I think. Yeah, wow, and, and, uh, and he's fifteen. He's fifteen. He's got size like fifteen shoes, uh, wow. and uh, he looks. Uh, he's got a. Uh, he's a. Sort of a uh, John Mayer doppelganger. He's yeah. You had told me that right. Yeah. So I, 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 I actually do listen sometimes, Strong not to our show, but when we're recording it, yeah, rare uh, that I listen. But um, so I'm. I guess I'm. We, I'm going to try to be a little more uh, cognizant. Of are they going to listen to the show, or they actually want to be on the show? I don't know if they've listened, or and I and uh, they, they they do want to be on. I'm not sure what they why exactly, other than the fact that uh, you know. They're intrigued by the idea. I'm surprised more ki- more kids, more high schoolers, uh, whoever. I, I'm surprised that they're, that they're not doing podcasts because because yeah. you know the buy-in is so low. You know you can do it without a lot yep, of equipment, yep. and uh, you, you know they, they could uh, talk about whatever. And I think they'd have fun with it. Uh, but most of them, I, I think, they just don't have any idea how to get started. So yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you and I figured out how to get started. I just don't know we know where to go with it. Like, <laughs> hey, yeah. Have you know. watched? Uh, have you watched? Uh, speaking of of uh, kids, have you watched? Uh, 
I am not okay with this. Have you seen any of it? Uh, no, no. I'm going to wait for Susie. See, so okay. you know, Susie lives in Connecticut, and and I'm I'm not going to start that show. I don't know that she wants to watch it right now, but uh, I I no, I haven't. I saw the trailer for it. It's from the uh, people who made uh, what's that one about the end of the world, the end of the fucking world? Yeah, that yeah. British series, and yeah. then there's another series. There are two people involved with it: a producer and I think a director from these two other series. Uh, but it looks really dark, right? It's like a yeah. teenage girl who's just not too, th- and then she has like some supernatural powers or something. But she's trying to figure out what powers. There's something she going has. on. She's she, got yeah. something. Yeah, she's trying to figure out what what what's up with. But on. she's got like a bit of a teen angsty life. Is that what's going big, on? Big time, big time teen angst. A lot of awkward, weird, just. Yeah, so you know, you look at her and she's, you know, she's a she's a pretty girl. She's, uh, but she's super, a little bit androgynous, though, right? Yeah, super awkward, super not try, doesn't know what what's up with with the things. Trying to you know, coming of age. Oh, did I say that? Um, What'd you say? Coming of age, sort of coming family. of age. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. and uh, with with some uh, in a very dark, uh, very dark way. Yeah, have you watched it? Yeah, I, I binged that. The entire thing. <laughs> the entire damn thing. Eight episodes. I watched eight of them in a row. It's it's a total of eight. I think it's eight. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. yeah. I got the I got the bitchy little. Are you still watching? Thing. It, you know, popped up once. I'm like, fuck yeah. yes, I'm still watching. Right. Judgmental <laughs> bitch. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, I, yeah, I would, I would recommend that. Yeah. I want to watch that. I, uh, I, I've, I've, I'm halfway through hunters, but uh, I'm going to wait for Susie, uh, so we can watch the last five episodes together. I think Susie may be, uh, our only female listener to the show. I'm not sure that we have any others. How do you know that? Do you get those, uh, metrics? No, no I'm just guessing. I think we probably, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I feel like I've I've nuts I I don't ever want to listen to our show. I do occasionally just to really see, just for I mean I'll spot check but I don't spot check anymore. Yeah. I don't. I I okay. I did a job for a friend of mine, my friend Matt. He and I went to college together. Yeah. Matt yeah. has a consulting firm, right? And I you know, I had done some video work for him about four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe even coming up on six years ago. And so I uh, I stressed out about it. I didn't I didn't communicate well with him on the emails. I kind of dropped off an email, and then so he wanted these like two two to three minute clips where you know he's the you know founder of this company that does programmatic advertising, right? You know your consulting stuff. Yeah, he's so got a very what's that? I was just going to explain what program programmatic advertising basically means that in the old days somebody would talk to somebody to to sell advertising and there would be a back and forth with this is the commercial length and this is the rate and this is what you know they did a bunch of back and forth to try to put that stuff on tv and in today's world they just the computers talk to each other and the rate is established in the computer and everything is done electronically including the ad insertion and all of that stuff it's all done without well there's human intervention overseeing the thing obviously at some level but for the most part it it's it's a computer process right and so so matt is 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 a guy my age we graduated college together so you know he's we're, we're just short of, of 50 and uh i so he's probably worked since we graduated college so he's been out you know a good 20 27 years in the business, right? Uh, in some way, shape, or form, he has done advertising sales. You know, quickly went to online ad sales. You know, and he, he, um, I think in the 27 years, he's had uh, about 370 different jobs. I'm uh, only joking, <laughs> but it seemed for a little while there, particularly during. I mean, I'm fascinated by it. It's, it's just, I've, I've wanted to. I would love to make a documentary about he. he he and all of his jobs and the connect. I mean, he's he's linked in with I think everyone in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, so he he hired me to do a couple things, and I went to his six year company six year anniversary party. Took some photos, and uh, and I went into his office on Friday, and we we popped into a little conference, like a shared conference room, uh, which we booked. 
and I had him for about 30 minutes and he didn't have a script. He just, I set up the lights and the camera. I, I bought an extra audio recorder because mine was broken. I bought some LED lights and it's this whole thing and I'm setting up. I set up the two cameras. One camera is useless and uh, he just went for it. And, and so I, I barely talked. I mean, I don't have any direction to give him. I just set up the camera and he's basically doing the same pitch that he does for clients and consultants that he has done, as he said in an email, like over three. 3,000 times, whatever, and he knows it inside and out, and he changes his little analogies, his analogies here and there, you know, um, and it's it's fast, and any time I talked, every single time, I used about 450 words and said nothing, <laughs> and repeated myself, and I'm like, I cannot believe I was editing uh, a couple of days ago and today, I don't know today. I, I had already cut myself out of it, but a couple of days ago I was editing. I mean, I was like, I don't ever want anyone to hear that. I don't want to hear that. And, and I, and I said, how is it that I have a podcast and that I've done over a hundred, you know, 175, what are we? 180 episodes. And no way, like no female listeners. We shouldn't have any listeners. Like we, <laughs> they should just like, no, I couldn't tolerate it. I was, you know, and, and so, and I got really frustrated. I'm just like, I, this is even editing. I'm just, what am I doing? I, this is terrible. I'm not so good at this, but particularly the direction or lack of direction and inability to efficiently and succinctly say anything. It's, it's sad. And, and then, yeah, I told you about the voiceover work that Kylie did a couple of weeks ago. Yes. I told you uh, where my, uh, my friend Evan McDonald, a guy that I met through a Periscope and whatever. So anyway, he's a, uh, uh, he's a creative director and a graphic designer. He does a lot of different things. But he has this client, and uh, the client is, is, has a project that is teaching kids about online safety. And he needed a teenage, a female teenage voice. And the target audience is elementary school kids. So the script's a little over the top, a little hokey. It's a bunch of high school kids talking about stuff. And it's like the brain gang. And, and Kylie did about five or six scripts. She was Samantha. So, and, and Evan paid her. It was, it was great. And, uh, and he recently, uh, two days ago, yesterday actually, he sent me a, a message telling me that he was editing and that Kylie was great. And uh, he, ne- he, he wanted to know if I was willing to do Mr. Whiteboard. So Mr. Whiteboard, like, you know, it's a bunch of teenagers, but then there's this male narrator voice, you know, like a talking whiteboard, you know. And, and uh, I said, sure, I'll do it. And uh, he told me what it paid, and it paid half as much as what Kylie got paid, which I thought was great. It's like my 15-year-old daughter just got paid twice. No, she had a much bigger rope part, you know. So I said, all right, cool. So last night, and, you know, he wanted it by end of day today. So that was Monday. I said, okay. So I sit down. I open up GarageBand, set up the mic, do the whole thing, and and I started doing the script. Now, I, maybe I had like 12 lines, right? I should have gone through it very quickly, all very straightforward stuff. But he wanted it in the – he wanted to do it like a 1950s education film. And 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 I don't know if you know that voice. It's that kind of leave it to Beaver kind of male, you know, very white, perfect voice that's a little bit hokey, mm-hmm. you know, and earnest. Know, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So I went on YouTube, and, and I tried to find it. Now I couldn't find I couldn't find the voice for me though. I was struggling with it. So hold on. Um, so um, anyway, so I was I was it was driving me insane. I'm like I did it. I'm recording. I've got the garage bands going. And, um, and I'm like, I'm doing like this weird unsolved mysteries, Robert Stack thing. Like I'm doing this, like, you know, a 48 hours mystery voice. I don't even know what it was. I thought it was terrible. Okay. So here are some outtakes and this is, this is how my brain works. I mean, there's stuff going on. You can hear like the, the cats at some point you could hear sirens, which I don't have on these outtakes, but you have, um, it's uh, the cat. The, one of the cats was sleeping and like snoring or making noise, and I could hear that. It was driving me nuts. So this is my nonsense here. One second, and you can comment along the way. Okay. Cheetahs kill gazelles for food. <clears throat> Cheetahs kill gazelles for food. It's like for them, minutes. 
It's not right or wrong. Your feeling brain acts like... I got a text. It was driving every... Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. There's the cat. But you can see we're not... no. Cat meow. This is, that was me yesterday. Cat last night. snore. Okay. Ever been out? <clears throat> Ever been out? <clears throat> Ever been out on a hot day? What? Ha- that sounds. What like- is that? What are those sounds coming out of my there were, there mouth? Was, there were sounds coming out of Not my my voice. stomach. Was I don't know what was Ever- going on. <clears throat> <clears throat> I don't know how long this all went on Rewarding for. Rewarding you <laughs> Rewarding you Ever been out on a hot <clears throat> Date I kept thinking Ever date. been out on a hot day What ha- What? Ever been out on a hot day <clears throat> I need direction I had no direction Because you and said then, just record it and send it to me mm-hmm. Ever been a- What is that my stomach your feeling brain is in charge of... You fucking asshole! What that, the fuck is that? Why do I fucking hear it? That was... that. Where's was an, it coming from? That was an email alert. And I was like... What I, is that? <laughs> so... It, it kept ah. happening. Stuff was happening. Like it's... I don't know how to respond to that. No! Fuck you! <laughs> what the fuck? That was Siri. Been- <laughs> I'm just gonna have my son do this. Okay, so I, I that's what I did. I called up Cameron. At that point, I'm just like, fuck this. I called up Cameron. I'm like, Cameron, will you come up to the pool house? He comes up. He was laying in bed. He came up. I swear, I told him what it was. I played one of the 1950s films, and he watched it. He was laughing through the film. He had seen some of those films before. You know, it was like there was a sad, like, you know, middle school kid. And anyway, so he's laughing, whatever. I show him, I give him my iPad, pull up the script. He immediately sits down. He does the whole thing in one take. And his one take was better than the three, four times and all that bullshit that I just played. Did it was see? like, what the fuck? With no, like, very little direction. Did he you did send it, No his? problem. Did you send yeah, his? I sent his. Yeah, I sent I sent two versions of his, and then Evan got back to me today. He's like, "Yeah, I think that's gonna work. It's pretty good." Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I I was hired by a friend to do a job, get paid half as much as as my my fifteen year old daughter, and then I sucked so badly that I pulled in Cameron, and then my seventeen year old son did it, and he's gonna get the money. So um, <laughs> he might be doing this podcast alone soon. I'm just saying, it's not. I don't have much left in me. Can you go get Cameron? Tank is empty. Can you get him now? Can you go get Cameron up here? (laughs) Cameron, I want you to take over my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He started told you, I don't know. It's exactly. This is what happens. I just shut down. I'd like to hear his audio, but yeah, you'd be proud. Oh yeah, I can pull it. I can pull it up. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me see. I I think I have it in my Dropbox. You have his audio. Yeah. I want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh shit! I don't know how much I should play. I can't see at all. And uh, an update on Super Tuesday. Let's see. We're starting to get results in from California. Looks like uh, Sanders, uh, as uh, no surprise, is going to win uh, there. Sanders, Utah, Colorado, Texas, and Vermont. So it looks like yeah, like I said, looks like a nine nine to five victory with uh, Joe Biden. Although. Um, winning most of the states but it looks like the bigger states the delegate counts from texas and california may may account for a, a closer finish for sanders than uh hey, wait wait how is warren doing she hasn't gotten shit um okay she needs to quit she needs to just call it yeah she's taking votes away from bernie is what she's doing at this point so but bloomberg's taking taking some percentages away from biden's but so i sure. think probably if you throw those two out uh, it's it's going to be about the, the same where we're at right now as far as the way it's stacking up. We're going we're to head towards this brokered convention thing. Bernie's going to get screwed at the brokered convention. They're going to take it away from him there. You know, I heard something today about the uh, w- would work well. They don't do it in a lot of states, but this whole idea of like you would choose like your first, second, and third choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Makes that. a lot more sense. It does. You know, I mean, it's you're just fighting against one another, especially with this 
fucker. Yeah. Trump, you're and fighting against one another. If you look at Iowa, the way that turned out, I mean, we had a bunch of knuckleheads. We shouldn't even been we we, sh- we should not even been considering a lot of these people. So we end up with this um, screwed up caucus because there's 47 people running and <laughs> they can't count the votes. Well, that's we probably would have screwed up the votes even if it would have been two or three. But anyway, it is yeah, what it uh, is. I have Cameron's audio here. Right. I think it'll work. I think it's in my Dropbox. Hold on. All right, here we go. Try not to do lip smacking and all that stuff. Do you okay. need some water? No. After I say go. It's to your body. It's in brain. It's in the center of your brain. Other part of your brain. It's like a cheetah hunting a gazelle. Cheetahs kill gazelles for food. For them, it's not right or wrong. Your feeling brain acts like that cheetah. It sees something it wants or needs, and when you get that thing... Your feeling brain makes you feel happy. But you can see where not knowing right from wrong could be a problem, right? That's why we have a thinking brain, too. The part of the brain we're calling the thinking brain is right behind your forehead. The thinking brain helps you solve problems, do math, or figure out how to build a fort. Anyway, he's a little sing-songy and a little bit bigger than I thought, but I I think I had him do a second take where I had him dial it back a little bit, and I just sent that to So I sent... Evan two versions um and i had him do that cheetah thing again that was the one part i had him do again because he said cheetah in a in such a way that it sounded like chia to me and that was the other thing i'm like i, I don't i'm not good at this like i don't think i could ever be like a, a recording engineer you don't want to and be the recording engineer or the voice talent huh no not the voice talent not the recording engineer like honestly i shouldn't do anything at all except maybe drive people and I don't even think I'm that good at that either. So, yeah, I'm really feel great right now. I'm just on the top of the world. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.